Welcome to the Fromm Daily Podcast, where I give you a little bit of Eric Fromm and some encouragement for your personal growth journey every day. I'm your host, Lacey Delane. And I am super happy to have you for another episode of From Daily. Welcome. What's going on? How are you? I hope you're doing well wherever you are in the wide world. This week, we will be talking about joy, happiness, and our human powers. And there'll be a couple of other things in there, but uh, you'll have to stay tuned to know what that's all about. Um Last week, we talked about consumption, uh, compulsive consumption, and where we're going to start today. Um, It actually starts from that ending point. Um, I'm reading from The Essential From. It is a book uh, that is all a compilation of From's writings that was edited and compiled by Rainier Funk. From says, but consumption does not make people happy, even if most people believe that they would be happier if their level of consumption were higher. Do you feel that way? I feel like I do sometimes. Anyway, many studies as well as simple observation show that that is so. Man becomes happy through the engagement of his own powers and by actively experiencing himself in the world. Man's happiness lies in his love of life, and that is something very active. In the joy arising from a plant, from a landscape, from music, from everything by means of which man can use his given abilities, which are partially natural and partially cultural. From Everything um, from everything by means of which man can use his given abilities, he says, to create something. I really, really like this idea, this picture he draws of the joy arising from something, from a plant, from a landscape, from music. I wonder if you can think of a time when you were very present in the moment with a plant or looking at a landscape, whether it's a mountain, a beach, um, with music, whether it's making it, listening to it, um, uh, whether it's painting, whether it's drawing. um, But if you can find yourself back in that place or the feeling or remember the feeling of joy that did arise in that moment. I can think of a moment where um, when Mo and I first started dating, we did a weekend away at um, on the Chattahoochee River. And I remember this moment where um, we were just embracing each other and just looking out over the river. Um, and there was joy in that moment, not just because I was embracing him, but because of looking out at that landscape. And I wonder if you can think of something that's similar to that, that really brought you this place of joy, Fromm would say, uh, I think, that it's because there was an activity within you in connection with this thing that you saw or um, heard, the the plant, the landscape, the music, the painting, the drawing. Um, And so he's saying here um, that our happiness is really only 
uh, able to come about through the engagement of our powers. I think this is a super interesting idea. And I don't think it's something that we've heard talked about very much. The, the idea that man has their own, we as humans have our own powers. Um, I think that there's definitely people out there that don't want us to know that because we, um, you, can, you know, in that moment, we're not as easily to be easily oppressed. Um, but I definitely believe that we we have powers. Um, it's something that I've, I've kind of wanted to go in to a little bit more deeply in the past, and maybe we will um, on the podcast in the future. But he's saying this is the way the path to happiness engage engaging in your own powers, your own human powers, and actively experiencing yourself in the world. So um, I think the opposite of actively experiencing um, oneself in the world is like, let me just get through the day. Let me just suffer through it. Let's get to Friday. Let's get to the weekend. Let me get to uh, the, the bar tonight. Let me just get through this you know, suffering through things, which I think is something that is pretty common in American culture. He says, man's happiness lies in his love of life. Typically, if you love life, you're not trying to waste it and just trying to get through it, right? You're enjoying each moment. And that is something very active. He's saying that um, if you love life, um, you, you will be very active, that the love of life is very active. Um, I think that people who love life, they give off a totally different, very attractive vibe. And I mean that not in a sexual sense, but from the perspective of like, you just feel attracted to them. You want to engage with them. Um, I think uh, Mo has that quality. That's part of why I'm attracted to him and enjoy him so much. So he says, in the joy arising from a plant, from a landscape, from music, from everything by means of which man can use his given abilities to create something, which is what Frome would say, and definitely what I would say, is one of our primary human powers. It's that of creation. And think about it. Uh, obviously, physically, sexually, we are able to create other beings. Uh, mentally, we are able to create ideas, um, information, intelligence. Emotionally, um, we are able to um, create, uh, you know, a guide for our feelings. And, um, you know, obviously artistic-wise, we can create paintings and drawings. So, um, you know, that is his foundation for what happiness is, what it means to be happy. He says, if he cannot do that, then as far as I can see, his feeling of happiness is mistaken. If he's not actually engaging to create something and he says he's happy, he's actually not happy. He might convince himself and he might be convinced by others that he's happy, but he's not actually happy. Okay, so that was from on, you know, happiness and 
engaging our own human powers, experiencing ourselves in the world and our love of life, um, being active. Okay, I've got one more for you here before we jump to the encouragement. Um, and this one is actually from Eric Frome Online. It's Frome, F-R-O-M-M dash online dot org. Um, and so this one is the German psychologist Carl Bueller has coined the very apt phrase, the delight of function. Excuse me, to suggest the joy that activity can bring with it. People enjoy functioning, not because they need this thing or that thing, but because the act of making something, the utilization of their own capacities itself is a pleasurable experience. I believe a human being is fully himself only when he expresses himself. When he, use, when he makes use of the powers within him. If he cannot do that, if his life consists only of possessing and using rather than being, then he degenerates. He becomes a thing. His life becomes pointless. It becomes a form of suffering. Real joy comes with real activity and real activity involves the utilization and cultivation of human powers. That was from writing in for the love of life. Um, it was published, it looks like in 1971. I love this. Real joy comes with real activity. And real activity involves the utilization and cultivation of human powers. I would add to this that real joy and real activity come from places of authenticity. And they come from places that are with from within, from the core of our being is how Fromm would say it. And they're um, initiated from us and from within us, not from something outside of us. He says, joy is the concomitant of productive activity. Concomitant means just like the natural outcome of. So joy is the natural outcome of productive activity. It is not a peak experience, which culminates and ends suddenly, but rather a plateau, a feeling state that accompanies the productive expression of one's essential human faculties. Joy is not the ecstatic fire of the moment. Joy is the glow that accompanies being. Pleasure and thrill are conducive to sadness after the so-called peak has been reached. For the thrill has been experienced, but the vessel has not grown. One's inner powers have not increased. So I see here that there's a very strong, very real connection between our human powers um, and the core of our being and real joy and real happiness. Um, and there is a need for authenticity in that space in order for there to be actual, real, living, felt, experienced happiness and joy. I also really like um, what he talks about when he says that um, joy and happiness really aren't peak experiences. We're going to talk more about that later this week. 
As we close, I want to um, take a minute to bring some encouragement to you. Um, this week, the encouragement uh, I will bring to you has to do with the theme of self-compassion. I don't know if you are familiar with that phrase, um, but I want to tell you a little bit about it now and, um, and, and share more with you as the week goes on. Are you stuck in a rut in your head? Have you ever been stuck in a rut in your head about something you did that you really didn't want to do, that you wish you wouldn't have done? Maybe you regret it. Uh, maybe you think you shouldn't have done it. I feel you. I've been there. Um, you know, the most quality way I've experienced getting out of that rut, that pattern, that circle in your head, in my head that just keeps going on and on about, man, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Or man, I should have, shouldn't have done that. The best way for the most quality way I've gotten out of that has been being kind to myself. Yes. Being kind to myself. I know it might sound stupid, but it actually works. It's really effective. And some people might say, no, be kind to yourself. No, no, no. If you do that, then you're going to do the same thing all over again. No, that's actually not true. I've got quite a bit of experience uh, beating myself up in life and some recent experience not. And what's happened to me when I've decided to be kind to myself is that I've actually um, you know, gotten, gotten through it easier. The more kindness and compassion I've shown myself, the easier it's been for me to bounce back from the situations where I did something that I would have rather have not done or that I didn't want to do in reality. Um, Friday, I'm going to share with you an experience I had where I messed up and I messed up pretty bad and I showed myself compassion. And um, I hope that here after hearing this today, you can find some ways to be compassionate to yourself. Um, it's definitely something that has been life-changing for me. Um, I know I've, you know, felt it on the soccer field. Um, I used to beat myself up all the time whenever I would make a mistake on the soccer field. And then um, now as I've learned and grown as a person, I've learned how much more helpful it is to just be compassionate to myself. So I hope you will do that today too. For now, I'll say goodbye. If you want more From content, check out fromdaily.com. That's From with two M's, F-R-O-M-M-D-A-I-L-Y.com. To access our Friday episodes, become a paid subscriber of the From Daily Substack. Paid subscribers have access to our weekly personal growth support group, hosted by yours truly, Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time live. Weekly Substack chats, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, are open to free and paid subscribers alike. Let's see each other there. I hope your day brings you lots of new experiences from which to learn and grow, and you find the value in them. And regardless of where you are in your journey, I'm proud of you. You're in the process, in the process of growth, and that's what counts. Yeah. I'm Lacey Delane, signing off. See you next time on the From Daily Podcast.